It is one of my highest privileges and most distinct honors to be able to deliver messages of motivation to people on the local, state, national, and international level. It is it is something that I do not take for granted because information has has changed so much over the, over the last 30 years last 20 years really that people have access to information that years ago it would have been you would have it would have taken days to get access to that information but now it's simply at the mortal fingertips of mankind. And I want to talk to you tonight about a subject or a topic that caught my attention recently because I am an observer of people. I have to be because as the impact motivator, as someone who is designed, who is destined to go give messages to groups of people, individuals, thousands of people, I, I have to be attuned to people. So my message for you tonight is simply this. Do uh, whatever you need to do to have a sterile cockpit. You must have a sterile cockpit. And somebody would say, okay, what in the world are you going to pull out of this to bring some motivation around? Well, here's what I want you to do. If you feel the urge to go somewhere else, that's fine. But what I do is not appealing to the TikTok generation because I wasn't raised in that generation. I was raised by I think my foster mother, when I went to live with her, was 60-something, right? So I was raised by the previous, the, the Great Depression generation. And so they slogged their way through things. And they, they went slowly and deliberately. That doesn't mean I'm, i got to be long-winded, but it truly does mean that if I've got to deliver something to you that's important, it's important for you to get the details versus just the cliff notes or the flash in the pan information. That's where we are now. We're in a generation and a society that says, hey, give it to me the quickest, fastest traceable means. And if you take more than 30 seconds, 60 seconds max, I have moved on to something else. Our, our, as our attention spans as human beings gotten that frail. And I told, and I, in my post tonight about coming on here, I said, if you need sugar, this is not the post, this is not the live for you. This is not the content for you. If you want to be stroked and babied and fluffed up, then maybe you should go and continue watching Netflix. But I have something I want to tell anyone that will listen. And I'm going to get right to it. Back in 1981, the NTSB, the National 
Transportation Safety Board came out with a doctrine, a concept, a construct that said, hey, look, we have been having entirely too many aircraft mishaps. Can anyone tell us why we are having these aircraft mishaps? Can any, can, after we've done after we've done all of this analysis, is there anyone that could tell us why planes are falling out of the sky, why they're crashing, why we're while we're having all these mishaps and calamities and loss of life? And they said because of what's going on in the cockpit. 1981. This was first introduced. This concept of a sterile cockpit. It was first introduced in 1981 by the Federal Aviation Administration because of the findings of the NTSB, the National Transportation Safety Board. After a series of accidents that took place, they were reviewed and they were found to show the reasons for crash of airplanes and the reasons for mishaps and the reasons for loss of life was because the crew was distracted from their flying duties by engaging, watch this, in unnecessary conversations and activities during crucial phases of flight. You got to have a sterile cockpit. You've got to have a sterile cockpit. It's just that simple. Well, King, what does what is the benefit of the, of a sterile cockpit? Well, yeah, you know, 1981 was a little fur piece down the road for some of y'all. Some of you may not even been born. Others of you were were middle, you know, already graduated from high school and in college. And then there's still some in the middle that were like, uh, I don't know where I truly am. Here's here's why the sterile cockpit in 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 modern time is so essential why it is so important i'm fascinated by a plane crash that happened several years ago 2010 to be exact i'm 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 fascinated by this plane crash because it illuminates my point to you tonight that you must have a sterile cockpit. There was a flight flying a short little hop to into Buffalo that killed 50 people. And it was a very unflattering Revelation that showed that this was a 100% avoidable crash, regardless of the icing conditions, regardless of the conditions on the ground, regardless of the age and type of the aircraft. Kogan Air Flight 3407 plummeted out of the sky. Less than 3,000 
feet. And why did it crash? Greetings to the VP, Greg Smith. Why did it crash? Because they found that the captain and the co-pilot had not maintained what is known and what was mandated as a sterile cockpit. The transcripts offered a very clear evidence that the flight's captain, Marvin Rinslow, and First Officer Rebecca Shaw violated this concept of a sterile cockpit. They began to discuss things. They began to talk about things as they were also beginning their descent into Buffalo during an otherwise routine flight from Newark International Airport. Renslow's recollection of a Houston-based controller nicknamed Mr. Happy, he's talking to his co-pilot about that, and Shaw's dis dismay and, and lamenting about flying into, or her apprehension about flying into icing conditions. Shaw had complained to Renslow about feeling ill before the two received their takeoff from Newark. As they were making their approach on what was otherwise a routine flight from Newark, New Jersey, to Buffalo, New York, they began to remove the sterilization from the cockpit. They began to contaminate the cockpit. Why? Because they didn't realize the value which was set forth back in 1981, they didn't realize the value of having a sterile cockpit. Oh, if I was doing, I've got some end of the year events, but man, I wouldn't give this as a, as a commencement speech because parents and, and administrators would just be flat out mad at me, right? So I would, I, because you got to come and get fluff and happiness and butterflies and daffodils. But what is a sterile cockpit? Let's, let's just review, just so we make sure. Back in 1981, the FAA, after a series of accidents uh, and losses of life, they reviewed these accidents and found the reasons for the crashes were due to flight crews being distracted. They were distracted, watch this, y'all, from their flying duties. And they were engaging in unnecessary conversations and activities during the most critical phases of flight. They did not have a sterile cockpit. And as uh, the captain is mindlessly carrying on a conversation with his 
co-pilot. There is this ominous sound that fills in the cockpit, which is known in aviation, in the aviation world as the stick shaker. And when the stick shaker alarms, ladies and gentlemen, you only have a few mere mortal moments to respond. And you must respond correctly. Well, Captain Renslow, instead of understanding the conditions that he was in, he had had some ice buildup on his plane, which was totally normal. And instead of adjusting his flight speed for icing conditions, he had his plane configured in non-icing conditions and the plane slowed down into what is known as a stall. Because he did not have a sterile cockpit, he created a stall that affected 50 people's lives. I'm here to tell you, I do not know how to give sugar. God has called me to give salt. And when he heard the ominous sound, the sound that no pilot wants to hear, called the stick shaker, which is merely a vibration, a violent vibration of the yoke saying the captain or the co-pilot must take necessary actions to prevent a stall or else your plane will fall from the sky. It don't matter who made the engines. And instead of understanding the conditions of his cockpit, because he had already contaminated it, it was no longer sterile, it was no longer sanitized, it was no longer configured for what he was supposed to be doing, which was landing the plane. He was too busy thinking about Mr. Happy. Co-pilot was too busy thinking about her health and, and uh, you know, I got a cold and uh, there's icing on the wing. The, 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 the cockpit was not sterile. And what a sterile cockpit does and what it says and what it mandates is you only discuss conversations critical to the flight. That's it. And when is the most critical time to have a sterile cockpit? Taxiing, takeoff, and landing. And they violated the most fundamental rule. And as that stick shaker pull made the violent sound of vibrating on the yoke, he, instead of realizing that he was going too slow, all he had to do was just push the nose down slightly to gain some uh, airspeed and he would have continued to land. Everyone who had called their family or texted their family prior to those few seconds before they were going to land would have been able to meet them in the terminal. No, but because they had an unsterile cockpit, because they had contaminated their cockpit with frivolous conversation at the most critical time of flight, he responded incorrectly to the stick shaker and pulled back on the yoke, which further degraded his airspeed 
cause this pain to cause this plane to pitch up, nose up, bank to the left and right, and then plummet the less than three thousand feet into a home, nose first. I'm here to tell you, you got to get a sterile cockpit. You say to me, CL, I don't fly planes. Nope. Listen to me, y'all. There are crucial times in your life. There are crucial points in your life where you do not need to be engaged in mindless, frivolous conversations that distract you from the course that you are on and the duties that you have to execute the plans set out on your flight path. Taxiing is so important. Taxiing is getting lined up to the correct runway and making sure that you don't plow into an aircraft that's taxiing, getting ready to take off before you. Takeoff is a very crucial time, one of the most critical times in, in a plane's um, anatomy of flying because it is, it, there comes a point where there is a point of no return and you must make sure that the cockpit is sterile, that everybody is focused on this one thing of gaining flight. And then lastly, the most important area of the flight would be landing. You know, we appreciate you getting us up to 35,000 feet. We appreciate the nuts and coffee and the Coca-Colas. We appreciate the, the, the unnamed crackers that you give us. We appreciate the nice meal. We appreciate the in-flight in TV and all of that stuff. We appreciate it all. But if you are distracted with frivolous conversation, if you've allowed your cockpit to become unsterile because you're talking about your golf game or you're talking about what you did last night or you're talking about what you're going to eat when you get on the ground and you're not focused on the mere task of landing that plane your cockpit is unsterile oh is this not true about our lives is it not true about our lives ladies and gentlemen where we see people get tripped up hemmed up Greg and I talk to him all the time where we see people get they get captured. Here, here's why. Because they don't have a you're taking off. That means that means you're 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 getting ready to go take flight towards your dreams. And you're letting frivolous activities and conversations distract you from your goals, from your aspirations, from your dreams. You, you, you're getting ready. You're pushing the throttle forward. And instead of calling out the speed indicators, 20 knots, 30 knots, 40 knots, 50, instead of doing that, you're talking about, hey, man, did you see the Golden State Warriors? They lost last night to the, to the Sacramento Kings. You, those people behind that door need you to focus on flying. 
They need you to focus on taking off. That's why in 1981, they realized that people were smoking and joking in the cockpit. They were talking about everything. They were talking about their, their wine, cigars, and brandy, and they were not focused. So they said, you know what, guys? When you're taking off, when you're taxiing, and when you're landing, no conversation outside of flight. Captain Winslow and co-pilot Shaw violated this very fundamental rule that had been in place for 30 plus years. It's simple. Just focus on the task at hand and only communicate about that. Somebody going to come talking in your ears while you're getting ready, while you're throttling up. Hey, just want to ask you, you know, did you, could you give me your network, net, Netflix password? Man, I'm, I ain't got time. I'm not even going to, I'm not even listening to them. I got my headphones tuned in. Uh, what? No, hold on a second. I just want to ask you, uh, when we get down in Atlanta, are, is there, what would be your recommendations for a great restaurant? You do not have time when you are pushing a multi-thousand pound iron bird into the sky to have a conversation about restaurants in Atlanta. That's why in 1981, they said, keep the cockpit sterile. Oh, you think you too good to talk to somebody. Oh, he think he high and mighty. See, you know, like when I'm, when, when I'm getting ready to go on and deliver a speech or deliver a message to people, right? If a few minutes before them, and I really don't got a lot of time to chit chat. You know, sometimes I'm in an event, people want to take up your time and, and talk to you about everything under the sun, about their, their caterpillar and their iguana and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I got to focus. I, I've, I've got to deliver something to these people. And you up here talking to me about how many tea bags you got in your cupboard to get rid of moths. I don't have time for that. I gotta get a I gotta get a sterile cockpit. I got I gotta erase all of these distractions because right now I gotta focus on this and this alone. You wanna succeed, you wanna go somewhere, you you want sell out to what your cause is. If you're talking about the kingdom of God, if you would like to go there, and man, you know what? Sometimes these distractions, it's the stuff, it's the little things that get us sideways, it gets us, it gets us twisted, it gets us going in multiple directions. And we start desanitizing. We start making our cockpit unsanitized. And instead of focusing on taking off or landing, we're focused on everything else. We're focused on Pookie and M. We focused on TikTok. We focus on Instagram. We focus on everything else, man. I don't, I don't, you know what, man? I, I'm just telling you where I'm going. Where Greg and I are going on this mission. I don't. I don't. I really just. I can't chase a bunch of rabbits around town. Because I feel like God has said, hey, look, there's an airport right there. Descend and maintain 19,000. CL King, Greg Smith flight, IL-247, descend and maintain. Right? That's our conversation. IL-247, descend and maintain 15,000. Roger that. I, I uh, descend and maintain 15,000 IL 247. I ain't got time to talk to Greg about, yo, dog, what you gonna do? You gonna try to get some Knicks tickets tonight? You gonna get, hook a brother up? By, we, I, 
IL-247 descend and maintain 8,000. I, I Roger that, uh, Tower. IL-247 descend and maintain 8,000. I do not, I, I got to have a sterile cockpit at this point. I cannot be, uh, I cannot have my attention distracted by a bunch of frivolous conversations or mindless activities that do not equate to landing this plane. Oh, we're at 8,000. Greg, I'm going to go grab me a cup of coffee real quick. That's, that is not an activity conducive to, to landing the plane. And why did they say in 1981 that your cockpit must be sterile? Because they found that people were not focused on the mission. They were not focused on flying the plane. They were focused on everything else. TikTok got us focused on everything else. But flying our planes, well, they say that the average young person now is spending 7.5 hours on social media a day, not a week. Oh, you're just an archaic blob. I use social media to, to, to make money. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, don't sit here and say I'm throwing stones saying you shouldn't use social media, but my goodness, seven and a, and a whole work shift of your life gone. You have not accomplished anything because the distractions are in your headphones and the distractions are in your conversations and the distractions are everywhere in the cockpit and the cockpit is not sterile. That's why I said, what is a sterile cockpit? The, the sterile cockpit is this. You do not talk about nothing that is not dealing with launching the plane, landing the plane and taxiing the plane, period. Those are the most crucial times of flight. And if you come into me talking about anything else, go somewhere. Well, to apply that to your life, apply that to your dreams. You're trying to start a business. You're, try, you're trying to get your business off the ground. You're trying to get your bake shop off the ground. You're trying to write your book. You're trying to get your 501c3. And you got all these other conversations going on that have nothing to do with supporting that. You can't even taxi because you got so much other frivolous stuff going on in your conversations. I'm talking to somebody I know I am. And what we do is we allow our cockpits to become polluted and then we can never get off the ground. Or we allow them, to, we're landing. Hey man, that, that spot, that landing strip right there, that 9,000 foot runway is for you. You need to descend and maintain 3,000. That's where you're supposed to go. Descend and maintain 3,000, uh, uh, impacting life 24-7. Roger. That's all you're supposed to talk about. IL-247, descend and maintain 1,500. Roger that. IL-247, descend and maintain 1,500 feet. I'm not supposed to talk to Greg. I'm not supposed to talk to Pookie. I'm not supposed to talk to Shaniqua. I ain't supposed to talk to nobody else about anything else but flying the plane. And if you got a dream that you're trying to get to take flight, in those crucial elements of flight, taxiing, takeoff, and landing, you need to have a sterile cockpit. Notice they do not require a sterile cockpit in cruising altitude flight because that's the safest portion of the flight. It has the least amount of consequence there's no bird strikes at 35,000 feet. Birds can't fly up there. 
but there certainly are bird strikes at 2,500 feet. Did you know that? They allow you to have inconsequential conversations at 35,000 feet because the plane is flying on autopilot. Imagine that. But they do not allow you to have inconsequential conversations at 3,000 feet because your job, your mission, your focus exclusively is to land the plane. And I wonder how many of us have seen carnage on runways of our life simply because we allow distractions. Oh. to get us focused on things other than what our mission was supposed to be. That's why they said in 1981, they said, ensure you have a sterile cockpit. And if Captain Renslow and co-pilot Shaw back in 2010, flying from Newark, New Jersey to Buffalo, New York on a very short hop. Kogan Air Flight 3407. If they had have just simply maintained a sterile cockpit, everyone would still be alive to this day. Think about the consequences of being distracted by things that don't move your mission forward. Think about it. Think about the consequences of allowing the noise to get you talking about everything other than where are you supposed to be flying this plane? Think, think about that, man. Huh? Think about it. I got a right to talk here on this conversation. You sure do got a right to carry on this conversation. You just don't got a right to carry it on at landing, takeoff, or taxiing. You need to keep your mouth shut unless it's about the flight path. You need to keep your mouth, you need to keep all noise out, all distractions out, unless it's about taking off, landing, or taxiing. We must have, if you're talking about your life, your life is that plane. Your life is Kogan Air Flight 3407. If that's your flight, and you got conditions that need you to focus, don't allow outside noise and distraction to get you talking about something that ain't got, man, all, all, all I am talking about it, for my mission, for my entrepreneurship, the business, what we got going on, all I'm talking about is let's grow this thing, let's continue to execute. The word for me for 2023 was execute. We are executing. I looked at our numbers, 70,000 people a month, we are executing. Se Greg's selling books, I'm selling books. Talking about 
continuing to get new engagements. I can't get to them all, all at the same time. They're continuing to happen. Execute, execute, execute. I'm, t I'm teaching people and going to teach people about how to gain um, speaking gigs and have them be paid. Well, you know what? I, I don't have a lot of time to talk about golf and and hunting and pheasant hunting and turkey hunting and all that kind of stuff. That's that, that doesn't apply to what I'm doing. So I don't bring that into the conversation. Everything that I'm doing deals with landing, takeoff, and taxing. That's it. Oh, so he done arrived now, so he ain't got time to talk to the little people. You go ahead and continue to think that way, and you'll always be small-minded. But for those who know, that's not the case at all. Because at cruising altitude, you can carry on any conversation you want. Let me get to cruising altitude. I'm trying to take this plane off. I ain't got time to talk to you about, about what you baked for dinner last night. So sometimes when it seems like, you, you know, people in the grind are really focused, it's not because they're being rude. It's not because they don't care or they don't like you or they don't love you or they don't want to come to your event or your fish fry or nothing like that. It's because they are focused on getting to their next interval of where they're supposed to be. And it's only those times when we allow the pollutions of the world, they could Paul, Paul called them the pollutions of the world into our cockpit and it's not sterile. That we find ourselves plummeting for an otherwise routine flight, killing everybody on board, killing our dreams, killing our aspirations, killing our goals. Maintain. A sterile cockpit. All right. That was the message I have for you tonight. I hope everyone has a great rest of their Saturday and we will see you Monday. Take care.